0: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Canceled.
1: Don't remember doing this at all. I can only hold myself accountable. Cancel. I, I object! Look how good my life is. So what else? Canceled.
2: Ternymoja is cancelled.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cancelled. Hunter is gone, and today we are feeling shameless. Mm.
3: We have, I like like what you did there. We (laughs) have a great
1: friend of mine and someone who you're a great person. I fucking love you. I've wanted you on this podcast for a minute. Everyone's obsessed with you, and every single time we hang out, I get death threats. Ethan Kutkowski is here. Hello, Ethan. Did I say it right?
2: Oh, you did. Everybody always. What is it, Kutkowski?
1: Right. I feel like with the last name like Mojo, I like really look at people's last names and try because uh, I, every, I hate
2: everybody it. fucks up my last name. It's like that's any all that i have. Like like I actually said it right. Yeah. Wow. No, you said it right.
1: Well oh Ethan is our bestie and we decided we'd have him on the podcast and get to know him a little more because to be quite frank, all we really do is party with Ethan. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. We only get to Brooke know each other so much. <laughs> <also here. laughs> Yeah, Brooke is here, him too. I forgot. <laughs> 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 Brooke hates me. I'm so bad at that. So today we just wanted to have a little conversation with Ethan and, you know, talk about life. Obviously, I was just saying that, you know, we all go out a lot and we do a lot of stuff together. But I don't know a lot about Shameless and, mm-hmm. like, you know, how you grew up and everything that's you know, comes with your life. The other day we were, like, in the car on the way to Starbucks. And was like, I have this huge meeting with, like, Actors Guild. And, like, the, I can Sandra? I say the person?
2: Which person was it? Harry. Oh, what, oh, yeah, because, our, oh, yeah, no, we it's uh, called the Creative Coalition.
1: Oh. and it right.
2: basically it's like a bunch of actors and directors and producers kind of like all supporting the arts. Harry Hamlin being one of the yeah. people that are involved because he was on Shameless with us.
1: Oh, okay. yeah, he
2: played um, Cameron Monaghan's. Boyfriend on the show back a few seasons ago
1: Okay okay so yeah but we were in the car on the way To Starbucks and he just starts saying this to me he's like I have a meeting with the creative coalition I like like, Turned and I was like damn I really want you on the podcast Because it's like I know you in the ways that I know you you know Mm -hmm. but like I don't know A lot about your life and your day to day and I felt like it'd be A very interesting thing for people to kind of Learn more about, you know? Right. And you don't do a lot of podcasts, Ethan. This morning, no. I was kind of like looking to see like, you we're know, other things off. that you've done. So I was I was excited that you were coming on here because I feel like the last thing you did was a no jumper with
2: Diablo, Diablo
1: and Lil Xan, um, which is just the craziest trio in my opinion. It's, it's funny because people always... Kind of come for you and I about our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, why the fuck are you friends with her? Like, okay, so he's like really like Carl in real life. Like, he's crazy if he's friends with yeah. her, like, blah, blah. And I'm like, his best friend is Lil Xan in Diablo. Like, I was like, not- it's not
3: so out of character for him to be hanging out with Tana Moshe.
1: If anything, it's very in character mm-hmm. if Lil Xan's your best friend. You
2: know, I know what I mean? I met them. I met them. That was when I was 18. I just moved out here. So
1: terrible. I you moved found out you I corrupted. You. I
2: moved out here fucking when I just turned 18. I was like, last time I lived at home, I was 17. Yeah. Like, I missed that honor. How old are you now? 22.
1: Right. No, definitely. But Moving to LA, is because you're from Chicago, right? Yeah,
2: and I didn't even think I was ever going to move out here. Ever? No, like I was, I started Shameless when I was nine years old. And then we finished up this year in March. Oh so my when I, So God. nine, nine to 21, that? 11.
1: Oh, 11 my fucking, I mean, today I was really thinking about I'm on about season one right season now. On. We, so we started we, it on the way to Dallas. I was like, you know what, let's
3: walk, like I was trying to research. Yeah. And I'm like, it's weird because you're literally nine.
1: No, in the yeah, show. like I was
2: filmed the pilot, fourth grade, filmed first season, fifth grade. It was, you know. But what
1: I think is the most impressive is that you still managed to go all the way through school and graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Wait, like regular like, school? And you mm-hmm. went to public school like yeah. while doing Shameless you like, fully
2: I would spend five six months filming Shameless then go home I had my public school send me work and you have studio teachers on set and Emma Kenny who played my co-star Debbie Gowden, yeah. and my brother or not my brother my sister <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fucking yeah her and I were kind of both in the same realm that she would go back home to New Jersey go to public school she was a year ahead of me and my parents just made sure that I stayed in school because they're like they didn't want it they didn't mean for any of this to happen I feel but
3: like that's like cool. a unique situation though because it's like Shameless isn't a show that anybody in like elementary, middle school is watching. Mm -hmm. I feel like, so it's not like it's like, you're on Hannah Montana and you're going to regular school. You're like, like, like if
1: anything, adults are right. right. But I guess that's kind of good. Cause I feel like if you were on like a Disney show and going to regular school, people would be way more crazy and like bullies and stuff. high
2: school, it was like, I mean, I was already getting bullied from it from like very early on because- Bullied? Oh yeah. Oh no, it was, I remember like, I was like, it was freshman year, I was in math class. And I remember I had a teacher say, I was talking to like a student, like, you know, you fucking kids talk to each other in class and i'm talking and he all of a sudden just pull, like says in front of the classroom ethan this isn't beverly hills anymore you need to stay quiet i wanted to run out of the classroom crying dude that's was so, so mean
1: especially if i'm an adult because it's just like you're still a kid you're still in school you're still mm-hmm. normal and like for people like that that's so fucking mean whoever you are fuck you suck a dick die like go like that's so rude that's ridiculous i mean i'm not gonna lie like. I obviously tried a little bit of school when I started being an influencer, but people constantly talking about it and you're yeah. famous now. Well, the and thing,
2: like, and like, I just, when I went back to school, I was so embarrassed to ever talk about it. Yeah. I never want, I would like tell people, no, that's not me. Like, yeah. when I was younger, I remember people come up to me and even my mom be like, no, nah, just say it, it's not you. Cause like, that's not the attention that we were looking for. That's you're not like, parents, how, that's though. not how I was brought up. And, right. you know, my mom's, especially I teach my dad's an engineer. So the confident. way I was on his Wikipedia this morning and know that, Wait, like, did my research.
3: So you said your parents, like, didn't mean for that. To happen how did it ha- like
2: so it was a way for my mom and i to spend time together i'm the only child i was me super too. super hyperactive and me too my mom was like i don't know what the hell to do with this kid like he i yeah. him, all like the extracurricular classes somebody said bring him to an open photo shoot i there i was like on scholastic books as a child Like, I'm, like, in Spanish books, like, sitting in front of a globe (laughs) like this. I'm, like, I literally have people DM me pictures of this. Like, is this you?
1: Damn, that's actually And so that's
2: kind of, like, how it started. And then I started auditioning. I did Fred Claus, the movie, when I was seven. Yeah. I got cut from it. Rude. And there was a scene with Vince Vaughn, I remember. I, I sat- love
3: Vince. That's like my biggest celebrity crush. One of them. She says
1: that on every single fucking actor. Vince Vaughn, they're
3: all in the same like realm, like Vince Vaughn, Adam Sandler, like that
1: vibe. Yeah. 100%. Like dad bod, like super Man. like talented yeah, that was, actor. That was
2: first grade. So it was just kind of like, oh, my parents like, oh, it's in Chicago. We filmed a movie that also filmed in Chicago. It's called The Unborn. It was a horror movie. Yeah. I literally played a demon in it. <laughs>
1: Not a little Literally, I, I had like
2: all this crazy makeup on and so then my parents are just like all right it's cool like you can go back and forth to school yeah from but Chicago. that's so much
1: better than having a stage parent because I feel like a lot of the kids who are like really fucked up like not normal people in Hollywood are the ones with the fucking parents who were like "Go oh, oh, yeah. deliberately like I
3: want I my mean, kid like, to be a star yes. yeah
2: I mean even as you like look at it like I remember like I've had this like realization I was like we've been going out more and more and I'm like damn like this is like I've spent 11 years surrounded by adults specifically yeah and so it's like then you're like this is like now like my age group and trying to like figure out like common ground and yeah. conversation.
1: Diablo and I always say Ethan's like a little puppy like you're the nicest person like it's so funny whenever like clout chasing bitches are like following Ethan around not not like me like I'm like a good clout chasing <laughs> yeah, yeah. bitch but I mean like an like actual like just mm-hmm. demon like not good like Diablo and I have to protect you because know, we're because like I I
2: have such like a bad like na- radar for that because I'll cause like, you're talk just to so sweet. anybody I'm like you know even I remember when I was going out in Chicago when I was younger and like going out like when I first started going out there and I was like oh I just want to meet people and like talk to everybody. <laughs>
1: Tana has
3: more. the same problem too though, where she's almost like like blind to it. She I, I like run into it a lot with her where like people are like so clearly like at like trying to talk to her because of like her followers whatever mm-hmm. and she just doesn't know and I I'm literally like because it's like they doing suck doing? your
1: ass and then they're rude to everyone yeah, else that's the thing it's like, oh, so thing. Nice. It's like
3: they'll be like evil to everyone around her but like so nice to her and I'm like okay like, and this I found is it so hard person. to
2: like say anything so I just kind of like that's why I just get quiet or like walk away yeah, yeah no
1: but you're you're good at it now it's we were just at dinner at um Katana and it was so funny to me because I feel like my demographics very much like girls crazy girls you know mm-hmm. but your demographic is I mean, you're just fucking more famous than me. Let me like just you know, it's very respectable. Like it's, it's, no, but it's everyone. Like we're sitting there, and every single waiter is like, "I love your work in Shameless. I love this, and you you handle it well. Like you mm-hmm. still get fucked up. You're still doing your thing, but you're like, you know, like you you can deal with it well." And it's
2: weird because like you see like the the audience that Shameless is captured is like, I've met a twelve year old girl with her mother saying like, "Ah, oh, this is my favorite show." Yeah. And then you see this like super old conservative parents that going like, "That was our family." I remember I was in Chicago one time, and I think it was. Um, some people on the street they were from Pakistan they didn't even speak any English yeah and they stopped me and they could only like say Carl Gallagher and I'm just like this is like fucking crazy like you just see the demographic all over the world
1: I know I was literally gonna like ask you about that like just worldwide fame like that and it being like the entire demographic do you ever feel like being a child star at such a young age and you know what I mean from nine up I mean you auditioned when you were how old?
2: I auditioned for Shameless probably fourth grade, 2009. Like from
1: fourth grade to now, yeah. do you feel like it affected you in any way or do you feel like you handled it in a well way? I, do, I guess
2: like when I was in high school, I didn't even look at it like that. When people would be like, oh, you're this. I go, no, I don't really feel like that. Yeah. Like that doesn't like really account for like what Ethan is. Like, yeah. look at, like that's not like what Ethan's about.
1: Was that ever... I think it's very crazy. I was just watching this Miley Cyrus interview, right? Mm -hmm. Where Miley, she, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Kevin Hart, but I don't remember. But she broke down to someone like the, not not the trauma, but the way it affected her mentally to be Hannah Mm -hmm. and to be herself. And it was like she puts on the wig and she's Hannah and everyone freaks out or like she's out in public as Miley, but everyone expects her to be Hannah. Did you ever deal with the fact that so many people they kind of expect you to be Carl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did that ever affect you? It
2: wasn't necessarily like they expect that. But I think when I notice like the energy, like when you're young you're like, oh my gosh, like this many eyes on you and you're yeah. like, you're still, like, I mean, 16 year olds, like get like to the point, like most 16 year olds drink, most 16 year olds smoke pot. Yeah. Like this is like, that's the time like you first try that. yeah, stuff. And you shouldn't be shunned or, you know, yes, there is like a way like, oh, you shouldn't be 16 out, blacked out at a club like stuff like that. Like that's probably, you know, But there are kids who do that and that's where it's like it's a fine balance like you know for people that have 10 times more eyes on them I felt like I was able to navigate my realm and still do my hoodlum stuff with my friends and but and not let it like you know have it get back to me that hard the one thing I did happen to me is I got arrested when I was 18. I didn't think you were going to bring it up. Oh, no. <laughs> I it oh, yes. and I no, oh, she, it, she had it in the list
3: and oh, I go, no. I go we got to cut that. That's all. Oh, oh, no. We can't ask him about that. Because, because
2: it was such well, bullshit. Well, you didn't like, do anything wrong. To no, such there. bullshit would oh. happen because, I mean, I was so embarrassed when I was 18. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, this is like, you know, they, they sold an article off, actually. So if you look back, like what actually happened, I got pulled over. My friend was smoking a joint in the back. I haven't smoked over three hours, smoking every day. You know, you're not yeah, high at that point. I'm like, this looks really bad, officer. Let me get out the car, comply with you. I'm trying to Talk to him about Game of Thrones. He's like, "Yeah, put your hands on your back," and I'm like, "Oh
3: no!" What? I'm like, I just moved out. Of here. I just <laughs> about Game of, <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> I'm, like,
2: mom, mom. I'm like, I'm like, call my mom. Like, mom, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And- then uh, I remember. So the but reason, they sold it to well, the reason why it got public is because every person's arrest record, you can look it up. Yeah. but it's just like Ethan Kokoski, what the number was for, because they t- technically tried to charge me the DUI for, because
1: which is fucked sp- too, because it makes so many people think yeah. you were drinking. Oh and yeah, 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 no,
2: and it's like you your, your friend smoking a joint in the car. Yeah, and so. Then that's all that it said online, and then all of a sudden, TMZ, Washington Post, they had this article of Ethan getting out of the car, slurred, talking shit, acting all up. And I'm so like, fucked. I'm literally standing there shaking, like going, like trying to have a normal conversation because yeah. I'm dead sober.
1: Yeah, and I'm just freaking out. Like, and, and I remember, like, like it my grandparents
2: it. in Nebraska were like, "Yo, we like saw this article of you, like their neighbors are." I'm like. It just like astounded me, and like it was, it was embarrassing at the time. I was like for eighteen, sure. like it was like very like damn, like this isn't how I want to be looked 100%. at. One hundred
1: percent. And, and the I media back, loves. Now, tr- now
2: I look back on it, go that was like such BS because that was not what I did. And like one
1: hundred percent. Did you ever like defend yourself or just let it die down? No,
2: I just let it die down. Like there but was, there was no point because it just it just didn't really like matter at that point. I'm like you yeah, know whatever, I'll go through the bullshit of it.
1: Do you feel like the media has done a lot of stuff like that too, where they either try to paint you like your character, or paint you in the wrong light, or no, was that kind of like an I really kind
2: of stayed out of it, and, like that the thing from like a young age like this is like you know first time like we've been hanging out we've been going out like you know i'm more on social media like i i didn't even post on social media before i was 18.
1: no i remember the first time i asked you to make a TikTok and you were down i was like are you sure <laughs> yeah it's, I was, but like, scared. it's like fun
2: because i didn't have like a reason i felt like i didn't have a reason to be on social media before i was 18 because i wanted to do clothing when, before yeah like,
1: that's how i discovered mm-hmm. you was someone tagged your brand I'm chaotic obsessed, right? i sent
2: you some stuff like two and a half years yeah. ago
1: probably never posted it
2: No, you did. I think, I think, I think Amari did oh look at that but that's the thing it's like you know it was just like fun to send stuff out like you know that's it wasn't like really like about that the clothing
1: brand was cool to me because I felt like it was you finally like creatively branching out in mm -hmm. the ways that you wanted to and And that's like
2: where I wanted like I started clothing then went to music and because I've always wanted to do that since a very young age yeah
1: did Shameless ever put you in contracts where you couldn't do stuff like that so it was kind of like not like any stuff with like that I think
2: you know there's like times like say if like I got an offer for something that was filming during Shameless it would be impossible to do yeah right Um, you know luck, you know, It was very luck of the draw. Emma Kenny, she works, she was working on the Connors while Shameless was filming. So she was able to go back and forth between sets because it filmed right in LA at ABC Bradford. So that was like really nice. But there was no way you could go to like New York and film film something else. But obviously
1: it's a good thing because you becoming like Carl in a way was like such an iconic thing for your career. Mm -hmm. It's funny though, because I feel like today, especially when I was researching your character, they were telling me that they had you like, I super finished that, sorry. They had you when you were like 10 years old, like getting a bag of cocaine Shooting an eagle, like, yeah. and then the the family ate it for dinner. I guess in the show for Shameless, and I was like, "That's so not like Ethan." So it's funny. And then one of your friends actually fetted you out before this. Maybe I'll cut this, but they said that one, it was. It's one of the biggest pop stars in the world. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Now slid no. in your DMs, Ooh. like, I, well, I don't. I don't know you if I want to say. You might it. have to vet this one me? out. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll just bleep it, right? Yeah. Okay. Like. Slid in your DMs. Oh yeah, and then well, that, that was like
2: years ago. We just became friends. Like that was like super. Like I'm, I remember, i did not even like real. so cute. I didn't like, even so realize like that she was like. I didn't realize at that point, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like super fucking crazy. Like, yeah. You know, being like this like small town kid and like seeing yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, it's still like to me this day. I'm like. It's so weird. To yeah, me. it's like benign, like not like how I grew up I'm from a thirty thousand person town.
1: Do you ever feel like people expect you on a date to kind of be like Carl, and then you're there and you're actually just like sweet and normal, and it's like um, honestly,
2: most of the time I've ever been with like a girl and they get to know me, they go, "This is not how I expected you to be." Yeah, it's it's they go, shocking. They're for like sure. they're like that's like why I live so far out, like because it's like yeah. you know, like I didn't. I didn't come to L.A. to, like, be on that vibe. I know. It's
1: funny now, though, because you're starting to get into the L.A. vibe, but Ethan lives, like, 45 minutes away, so he'll be like, yo, I'll be at your house in 55 minutes. I'll be out there in an hour. Like, Like you're so timely. Yeah, I'm not really that (laughs) timely, but it's just funny because everyone, like, lives down the street, but you're still kind of, like, distanced from Mm -hmm. it. When we try to get healthier, we tend to think of the pasta we have to hold ourselves back from instead of focusing on giving ourselves more of what our bodies need. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to help us change our mindset for good because building better habits means a more sustainable journey to better health. There's no need to try to take on the whole mountain of wellness at once. Just start where you are. With Noom, you'll take a path toward better health one step at a time. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you change your mindset rather than demanding a whole new lifestyle. I like using Noom because it feels more empathetic, it's a lot easier and more flexible for my lifestyle, and Noom makes it incredibly easy to see and track my progress. Noom's cognitive behavioral approach focuses on why instead of what to help you change your relationship with food. Everybody's journey looks different. Noom customizes a program for you based on your personal goals. 80% of Noom users finish the program and over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least a year. Start building better habits today for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash Tana. That's N-O-O-M.com slash Tana. T-A-N-A. Thank you, Noom, for sponsoring this podcast and helping us all get healthier because Lord knows. We need it, but you and Diablo have the best friendship. It's actually adorable. I feel like he looks out for you, and it's, yeah,
2: it's been really nice like to have him out here because you know, as we're going out, like he also understands. Train. It's like we can both like go out and like vibe off each other.
1: One hundred percent. Like he and he like he'll make sure you're good. It's funny. The other night we were like at this this TikTok party, and it was just so funny seeing all the TikTok girls. Like, oh my god, Ethan's here. I was like, he's gonna. He's gonna run away and freak out. He does not like this. I don't even know. There, it was like, it was kind of like more
2: comfortable because like we knew yeah. everybody there. And also, having the adults there, I love adults. Like, so I'll vibe off of Dude, them. I have to the say, adults.
1: the funniest fucking thing the other night was Ethan spent the majority of his night with Mark D'Amelio. I love that. It it was, honestly, was, a, I love Mark
2: is a kid. I was like, I love adults. So I'm just like, yeah, like, how, like, we're like, just, like, how talk, are you? Like, no, and he about, loved
1: you. Like, it was, like, it was a vibe. It was funny. We actually always have so much fun with Mark D'Amelio. We were at We do. I feel like you and I just have fun with
3: other people parents because like I feel like I'm like oh my God a parent like no, this is
1: crazy literally literally literally, <laughs> I'm like oh my God people have parents that are this dope like, cool, I mean obviously. nice
3: parents who like engage with people no like, but oh my
1: God, that's Charlie insane. and Dixie have the best fucking parents
3: literally yeah. so fun we had the best time with them at like little huddy's like launch or whatever no I know and they're just so interesting but they're... I get that I've always been like that I like my friends
1: I always love their parents because mm-hmm. it's like so exciting. yeah they are the best and I feel like they like resonate with child stars as well so you were just yeah no, that's what we're Mark like and... all talking
2: about Like tell like this is like what happened I was growing
4: up like fully yeah and
1: they were fun though they're definitely like the most fun it's great but I mean as much as you are so innocent my favorite thing about you that I think is like a dichotomy to your innocence is that you do love like toxicity yeah like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you've you've been I, I don't know how I want to talk about this because yeah. I don't I don't want to get us tread a lightly on this one super tread lightly on this one I'm trying to think about it but I mean like you're you're I think that's almost one of the things that most we have in the common relationships
2: I've had have been like very like high octane fuel yeah, like, 100% since a very young age that's
1: like our only bonding point like we're definitely very not alike but then we're like but we love the toxic and, I, and shit. I'm, I'm
2: like I don't want a relationship then I like you know you find somebody you're like oh this could be fun then all of a sudden you're like wait this is like too much this is like yeah. a lot and then then you're like oh wait I'm like 22 like this is <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I'm just I'm thinking I'm he thinking he said trend myself. lightly yeah, I, no, I'm trying, I am I am I am we have the most insane conversations so no, having you on the podcast is funny because I have to like keep it a little PC. Let's here's a good here's a good like question. What would you say uh, and the fans want to know, baby? I asked the fans mm-hmm. for questions for you and we'll get into more of those, but I think the one they want to know the most is what is your current relationship status?
2: Right now, I think as of today, I think we're now as of today, Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: toxic motherfucker. I know. I, you well, I are think, uh, toxic
2: not dating anybody anymore where it was like not like an exclusive dating but you know now we're just like realize like at this age it's a little much you don't want to like fuck yourselves up because I feel like that's like that's like the, like honestly when I, when I get in a relationship I'm like very serious about it
1: because yeah, like, you're either going to get married like, or I, break up like, I mean, I'm I mean crazy like I just that. like when
2: you have serious like emotions somebody like I would go to therapy with somebody like that shit mm-hmm. like get to talk it out because you're fucking 22 you're both crazy as hell like you're Y'all not hear that? like at the end of the day like don't like don't fool yourself you're not that mature at this age we all like children technically so that's very
1: self-aware like I you know that. so
2: it's like it's healthy to be able to have somebody there and like talk this stuff out if you want to take a relationship that seriously yeah you
1: were just at shabbat though for full <laughs> family moment oh, full whole out. she was <laughs> she was
3: almost gonna be nice about it and then she I just decided that. not to
1: but it was lovely I mean like that's <laughs> I, I, I love
2: stuff like that <laughs> because, because we are He's because like no, I, I it. mean to be honest like that stuff get like that's like you know what I like you yeah, know? Like, yeah growing, it reminds so. me of like kind of growing up like oh this is like being like normal with your family and friends, like this is as opposed to like us going out like I mean, this. My
3: family was shameless, babe. <laughs> no and
1: that that's, that is crazy too that you're like again such a dichotomy from Carl because you're like a family person mm-hmm. but like but literally then I like,
2: also like having our fun like you know demon time but yeah 100% demon um, time you know, because we'll go out have our fun but it's nice to like you need to have that grounding in this industry too you really need right. to like know your ground and like your roots that's the most important thing but
1: everyone has decided that so I think it's very rare I think that is what I like look for in friends as much as people are like oh my god damn, that's so crazy and toxic I genuinely enjoy like, but that's also you like know, you know a what a family person a grounded person, you know but it's also per like
2: person. you have to play into like things that like make your brand work well too mm. and, like that's also kind of like the fun part about this is because like every i mean even the people that dm me stuff thinking a certain way it's just like it's fun to like try to like lead people in different directions and, yeah like, oh i love to, that and trying to mess with it like that's it's sometimes you have to play into
1: what people think about you because people are always going to think mm-hmm. the craziest stuff and when you're in this like fame realm it's like well if you think that shit about me i might as well like be that for sure like play with it kind of yeah I mean, when it comes to now, like, after Shameless, do you, like... I feel like building another brand or acting as another character is going to be very interesting for people to see. Do you care to continue to act?
2: Oh, I love acting. So I just I've got to work on two different things since Shameless ended. Yeah. Law and Order being the first one. Mm -hmm. So that was an episode I did back when I was 14, 13. It's the only thing that I did actually while filming on Shameless because I denied I denied projects. Yeah. I I was like, I want to go to
0: school. I want to be a kid.
2: Like this is like what my life is. But Law and Order, I played the psychopath on
0: there. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.
4: get started at angie.com that's a n g i or download the app today well, that,
1: it's so funny cuz like, everything you family. everything you play is just like our real life oh yeah it's like it's <laughs> just like straight psychopath <laughs> and like we're living it like baby. we grew up on shameless and like i think Lovely. we are longer now and I'm then like, he's just like we're just a new boy but they brought this Literally. character back this
2: year that he got out of like a mental hospital at 18 then just goes on a killing spree it's out right now and i had so much fun working on it and then i got to uh, the honor of working on this movie called going places yeah. it's the first uh, lead film i've ever done really? so where you know you're on every single page you're yeah. working 14 hours a day it's a very vetted script it's a coming of age dark action comedy oh and my it's, God. it's basically three friends go out to the desert they're on their high school trip literally my year, life i'm gonna cry. and then they run somebody over and find out she has a million dollars and they have to figure out what the fuck to do are they gonna ditch the body and then it starts kind of coming full circle. Also, you know, all these characters, like my character, he doesn't know what his sexuality is. He doesn't know if he's gay, bi, straight, asexual. So no. they're all, there's like all this emotions going on in this one night. So you have comedy, but then you have all these emotions of, you know, being 18 years old. And, and figuring yourself is. out. And it was some one of the most fun things I've got it working on. And One
1: thing that I really do like though, is that I feel like one thing that's like differentiates Ethan a lot from people in LA is that Brooke obviously you can resonate with this the majority of guys especially actors in LA resonate so much with toxic masculinity and they like you know they, they're not so like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're not open to like the LGBTQ community like no. they know nothing about pronouns or whatever and I've had like several conversations with you where you're like educating someone on their fucking yeah. pronouns or like you know like you're not afraid to say like I'm a fucking straight guy but I'm not like I don't need to be toxically masculine no, because I've
3: said that before on this podcast where it's like it's so attractive to or like just cool to see in a guy when you're like not when you don't really care about that it's like Mm -hmm. you're not like Gonna not hang out with someone because they're gay, like like things yeah, like be, that, and it sounds so it's like, rare. like duh. But because it's, true like
2: masculinity, is like you have to understand that there's a balance between femininity and masculinity. Yeah. That you have to channel femininity at certain moments And as your partner, whether it's a man or a woman, that they're gonna be, you're gonna both be back and forth, and you have to handle certain situations like that.
1: Well, I was gonna say that this was a match made in heaven, but you guys were already a match made on Riot. I know. Why would you do that? <laughs> and then I, my my Riot my Riot subscription
2: got canceled.
1: What like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: sure. no. he's like, yeah, and then it like I had to delete the app. Then I like delete it, but
2: like we're re No, but it's <laughs> why,
3: but
1: why would it's you? Dare? I hate you
3: so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you know that I literally texted her before today
1: and I go, "I dare do please." That's don't what that's, say al- that's
2: almost what I said to you. I said, "Hey, last
1: time I saw you was on Ryan today." Right? I'm like gonna- no, but I think it's kind of iconic because I feel like a lot I'm of. I'm like, people are they gonna
3: kick us off? They're gonna kick us off. No, but a lot no, of people wouldn't
1: that, expect Ethan to be on Raya, and you're kind of well, like a Raya whore. So, I, but that's, that's the weird. thing is, I didn't realize Not they this. match. Though, I'm a huge so. Raya guy. Well, the thing,
2: the thing is, I so I was going out and I realized like, oh damn, it's kind of hard to meet people in LA like. I'm from Chicago where you go out to a bar and you just go up to somebody and start talking.
1: Yeah,
2: LA's really not like that. People are just like, oh,
1: hi. Clicky. They're like
2: in their circles. So Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll get on a dating app. Like, I never thought I'd do this. Mm -hmm. Like, people were faking me on Tinder.
4: Yeah, like, of so, course. So it's
2: like, all right, Raya, like no, it's, you it's, it's like much as it sounds, like this is probably the most comfortable place to be. 100 percent And so I you remember like I was Raya. on there, I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. Like field day. Like this yeah. is I'm just oh, like field day. Like I'm just like this, no, it's fun. this it's is This is crazy. Like
3: I remember when I first got I was obsessed, and it's like it only gives you a certain amount of people at a time. So you're like, oh my god, I'm so like I yeah. So yeah, get like, 30 but matches
2: then But then like, I've been going hours. out, and then like I remember Chris told me he's like, yo, you like match with like everybody in LA. Everyone. And I'm like, oh I didn't mean to do that. This is my
1: favorite match though. I mean, like, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, there, there's some I'm sure you match with that are questionable. So loving that for you. But I mean, it, it's funny because Raya is kind of like a like, I don't want to call it like a game because maybe I sound like a sociopath saying that, but like just going through and like carding people and shit like it's fun, it's you fun. know, mm-hmm. I, I remember I'm banned from Raya because I used it when I was underage. Sorry, Raya. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. I was 17 and I was using Raya and then I had it for like years and then they one day they just sent me a thing like get the fuck off the app. You're well, damn. now I, now we're both going to be banned because you're not supposed yeah. to talk about it.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Are we actually going to? Raya, you don't ban us. Please, please don't ban, ban us. us. That's that's my only we help. didn't mean it. We're just trying to talk about it like in a real life way, what it means. Don't ban us.
3: <laughs> you know, this no, is my only social life. Get, <laughs> no, it happens all the time. Like, there was a girl who made a TikTok about like matching with the guy from Friends. Like, oh, you, you should have told me that yeah. before. I wouldn't have no, said No, we can it. always cut it, but believe a girl made a TikTok about matching with Chandler and she got like fully banned. But we didn't talk about anybody <laughs> that we're matching with. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, are right. we're
2: matching with you and I. Like, and I'm just like, I've realized. I'm like, don't
1: ban us. Both of us give consent. To talk about, yeah, it. we're good fully, but that was crazy because she fully exposed the guy from Friends, and then they have the Friends reunion right after. And well, I that's feel like a that's lot just kind of,
2: us of I'm like, like that's did... that's that's the whole point of like being on right. Like I so I found um my castmate on there, and I remember I just sent her some like fucked up shit on DMs. I tried yeah. to screenshot it, and I didn't realize you can't take um, screenshots. I'm like, oh and I'm like, defense. oh
1: shit, like oh my god. Yeah, if you take three screenshots of Raya, you fully get banned. But that's also right? kind
2: of cool because there's fucking like you know so many exposures. Yeah, you do you know? deal
1: with that a lot, girls? Ever do you ever like fuck with a girl and then she's trying to like expose you.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: today's episode of canceled is sponsored by cerebral cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication counseling and therapy for anxiety depression adhd insomnia and more i don't know about you but i check off every single box on that list Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. Not only does Cerebral provide unlimited messaging with your care team, but with the Cerebral mobile app, it's like having your personal care team wherever you are, connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through your laptop or the Cerebral mobile app. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you. You don't have to wait weeks to be seen and you can do your sessions on a laptop or phone so you can always find an area at home to feel more comfortable. Cerebral's affordable treatments are one-third the price of traditional therapy. Treatment options are available with or without insurance, and Cerebral is in-network for several insurers, and they're working every day to grow their partnerships. Even if you're out of their network, Cerebral will provide you with the necessary paperwork so you can easily submit a claim. And today for canceled listeners, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at GetCerebral.com slash Tana. That's GetCerebral.com slash Tana for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Thank you, Cerebral.
3: Wait, what's your <laughs> astrological sign? I'm a Leo. Oh my gosh. It, like, that's new. What's yours? I don't know.
2: You don't know. When's your birthday?
3: Sagittarius, oh, No, I'm Sagittarius. Oh, okay. You're
1: Sagittarius. Oh, when's your birthday? I'm a cancer. You're a cancer? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm on the cusp of no, a Gemini. You see, I only really say
3: that my sister's a cancer and she terrifies me. But I love her and I love you.
1: And, and, and you also terrify <laughs> me. <laughs> so I mean, you know, the, cancers are a lot. Like I'm very emotional for sure. Yeah, no,
2: can't cancers are great. I was like, they're I mean, honestly I have no problems with all the signs.
1: No. I got I mean, I've been realizing what's the one that's like toxic? Is it a Scorpio? Gemini. And a Gemini. there's a mosquito on your face.
4: <laughs> no, I need to cut I, just I
1: need, killed it. Oh my god, yeah, shameless. Yes, psycho icon. Let's see. I have I have a lot of questions for you and a lot are from fans Summer that I just Go to the go fun. to the que-
3: section that says fun questions.
2: Yeah, I want to hear these fun questions.
3: Okay. Well, a no. Lot the of one I re- I read this beforehand. The fun questions. It goes DUI question mark. I go. How is that a fun question? <laughs> yeah, I like. I like. How that's, I mean, we
2: cleared it. That's the first time I've ever talked about it. Like, because this is the right. Situ- this is the right setting to talk about Very it. In. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be like on with like. We are you know, canceled. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. but it's like it's. There's also like a real life like way to look at it, being like, yeah, that's like kind of what happened. Well, like, and it it's weird. one thing
1: to like drink and drive, and then yeah. have to you know try to. I mean, obviously I don't, there's a lot of things you just should never do, you know, 100%, but obviously people like Khloe Kardashian had a fucking DUI and like she grew well, from that. I mean, that. Like,
2: yeah, you should like, not, like, that was what the, you know, drink and drive. Like, yeah, 100 that's, like, that's just like the dumbest. But for
1: yeah. you to clear you're like, I, I, like, I'm happy that you're able to talk about it now because it's like you were literally, you smoked a joint four hours before you were in a car and they yeah. were definitely, like, it was definitely like a media blitz trying to just come for you. So to like clear that is like good, um, who's your number one celebrity crush?
2: I never really had celebrity crushes. Like, if it's Pop some, out. was I?
3: I'm like, that's a cop out. You better tell us right now. I'm
2: trying to think. Like, people, like, are you talking my age? Like, right now, like, who yeah, I thought was beautiful is Lily Collins.
1: Oh, so I think Lily
2: Collins is gorgeous. So, and, beautiful. and such a great actress, too. Seriously. Like, I was, I remember I wa- I watched all of Emily in Paris for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I binged it and I just got like insane with it for some reason. Yeah. But then I watched um the Jeff, or what is it, the movie Zach Efron that she was in about, <sighs> it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer, was it? No, no, no. It was it about was Ted Bundy. Ted that's Bundy. one of my favorite then, movies of all time. And seeing her, her range in that and just going like oh I could watch like Shh. Emily in Paris and it's like this very like light hearted show and then seeing how serious she can play as Ted Bunny's wife
3: she she's so great she, that's I, I my favorite in, movie ever uh, what was the, the movie she did about anorexia she did like a and she was, like, fully CGI'd in the film. Like, she was, like, mm, like they made I, her, like, stick, stick thin. I have no idea, and but I'd love cra- to watch it. it was Like, seeing her in that, I was like, oh, my God, she's so talented. Yeah, her
1: range is absolutely crazy. Yeah. That's a really. So you like dating other actresses, though? Because a lot of actors are I very... I never dated an actress. Really? No. Who was the craziest person that ever got at you where you were like, whoa, like, this person's sliding in my DMs. This person's getting at me.
2: I mean, I think I told you that, like, the, like seeing, like... That like that wasn't like her sliding at me. I think yeah. it was just like oh like just I just recognize. Like, oh I fuck with you. Like she just said oh I fuck with your work. And yeah. I think like you're those like years later, I'm like oh my gosh like that's so crazy. It's almost like, better
3: like someone like, like respects. What oh you yeah, do, no, it's, it was like, just really like yo, cool. yo I fuck
2: with your work. I think it was like yo you you inspire me like what you do. It was very lighthearted like super cool.
1: But you're no stranger to a- <laughs> I'm, like doing this kind of evil. You're no stranger to a celebrity though. We dated the same girl.
2: We, I didn't. I, you, you took, you're taking words out of context. I never dated that person. I never dated. We just, you never dated her. No, we didn't date. We just talked a little bit. You just, a little bit? Yeah, no. I mean, I'm known,
1: like, I'm, now I'm gonna get canceled for attacking you. I know. I, I, I
2: had a good friendship with her. That's the thing. It's like, I never wanted, I would never had a bad experience. Are you still on good terms with her? I haven't spoken to her, like, in a while. So I would hope we are.
1: That's good. Yeah, I mean,
2: like, I don't have anything ever to bad say about her.
1: That's a really good thing.
2: Like, I've known her since very young. So nothing bad to say. I
1: love her. (laughs) I'm her biggest fan. Man. <laughs> that was like our first bonding point, though, is that yeah. we were we're blood brothers. Yeah. Blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I feel like something that, especially in the beginning of fame, this came a lot with me. You know what I mean? Especially like when you kind of let not blow up overnight, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like your fame becomes very prevalent and you have a like we just talked about a very big range of fans but a lot of your fan base is also girls that are so in love with you you know what I mean like you like, have a
3: cult following which I, I, I didn't realize it until literally like the when you first posted with him I was like oh my god like, no I've, well, I've, I've never posted been so too, like I
1: just saw like more like girls coming there I was like whoa I've never I was like this is crazy I've never received death threats like hanging out with Ethan it's funny yeah, cause yeah no the death
2: threats are all there right?
1: we the other day I posted a TikTok with you to the like you alright sound and it was like me saying like when a lot of his fans come and try to kill me every time I out with it. And it's literally true. And someone finally, the top comment was actually like, people don't realize how traumatic this is. Like, Tana, are you okay? And I was like, oh my God, that is like, that, that is like a kind of a well, crazy thing. Women but- in the industry, they get the worst in their comments. Like, that's the
2: oh, thing. Yeah. Like, it's fucked up. Like, the 100%. shit that they'll talk about, like, whether they're looks their bites. You don't, I'm like, fine with all that though. Just don't try to kill me for being But I mean, like, it's, like it's fucked up because you see it, like, actually like, affect, like, young, like, people. Like, 100%. you have, like, you know, young actresses, singers, influencers on Instagram yeah. that are still dealing with, like, their image. Like, I mean, fucking, like, we're still dealing with our image. 100%. Like, this and as
1: a guy, you're right. Like, people, are, like, you know what I mean? Like, people are less attacky to you anymore. And like, like, but it sucks that
2: you see that on social media for women a lot. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's really shitty.
1: That's a sweet thing to say. I honestly, go off, Ethan. Ethan's heart is really showing on this podcast. This, but this I mean, is, a, this is this is a He's so much podcast. better than us. It's, it's wholesome. It's so, he really is so much better than us. It's actually insane. Um, I was surprised he showed up today. I was like, you can cancel, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you ever had crazy fan encounters? Like, what's the craziest thing a fans ever tried to do to get at you? I've had people like break in my hotel rooms. I've had people like stalk me to the core, just like There was you know one I mean? time,
2: I mean, like, it's kind of like there's just been like a convoluted stuff. Like, it was just kind of like started becoming like, you know, Interesting, see, I remember when we were filming Shameless, we would have people come outside the hotel and like wait and like they're all super dope. But one day I'm there, I'm like 16, and I get a text from the security downstairs, and they're like Breach has happened. Stay in your room. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Is there, like, a shooter here? Like, no, I, I was, I was like, like, no, like, it literally scared me. And then they're like, never mind. It's just a 14-year-old girl and her mother looking for you. Oh, Aww, well, that's that's, good. That's
1: I good. mean,
3: it's sad, but it's cute. I just imagine, like, this happens a lot, like, with, like, David Dobrik and, like, those people, too. It's like, Ew. why are these parents allowing their kids mm-hmm. to do that? Like, like, what kind of parent is like, yes, actually, let's go to this guy's house? 100%. Or, like, they would come down
2: to, like, the south side of Chicago, like, where we're filming. And it's like, yo, like is not for place for you to be yeah. out in the middle of the night. Because like, it's not around. the
1: kid's fault. Like, if you're a young kid and you love And them, your I- mom's like, yeah, like, sure, that, like, of course you'd go but 100. it's like as a parent mm-hmm. don't do that. Living next also, to Hype House I really like gotta sorry to cut you off but, no, but I, like, I was
2: saying that like I always enjoy talking to like anybody that appreciates my work because I always said that there's no yeah. no bone in me that I'd ever want to be rude to somebody because if I was then I don't deserve to be doing that. 100%. Doing.
1: That's my biggest thing and people like we I cannot be great friends with you if you're like fucking rude to your fans. That's, that's my favorite thing honest to God about
3: you. We talk about this all the time is that you like no matter how like mm-hmm. drunk she is how like how but much of a rush we're in she's always like will always take the time and that's like, and that was like one of the first yeah. things i noticed like I mean, you took the time and like you know?
2: would talk to people and that's like what i really fucked with because there's you see so many people in this industry that don't know exactly like and i feel like that's such like an and that's what made me feel awkward as a kid is when people would say that and like feeling like you have to like not talk about it because like you want to talk to this yeah. person you want to normalize the situation and 100%. i and i've been in situations where you guys say hey hold on this is a little much right now let's maybe like yeah. Like I'm But they appreciate that. Yeah, so much it's like more. you can just
1: normalize a conversation. Right. But parents for sure definitely there there is a line where it should be. There has be like, to be
3: not. a boundary where it's like it this like this is in in, in like an inappropriate time or like an inappropriate situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like don't or come like, to my house, don't come like to my house. Like when hotel. we've been at like yeah.
2: intimate parties, like where we're like where it's like our kind of friend groups and we know yeah. people and somebody comes up to you and says, like, oh, this. It's like, no, you can like introduce, you can ask my no. name, you can introduce, like we're right. not like out like randomly, like we well, people just we're think like, they we're know you so mu- well we're with mutual friends like yeah we can just say hey what's your name like Oh, I fuck with you
1: yeah and I mean I, I always think about the fact that like who I am online is very like crazy so it's like people definitely think that we're best friends automatically and sometimes people think may we'll you may know you come up
3: to her with saying the craziest things yeah, I just she, got gang banged and it was for you no sh- like, I what? swear what? I, see it,
1: I see no that's it, she, it sounds
3: like an exaggeration but it's literally not like people feel so so incredibly close to her and she puts so much of her life like out there mm-hmm. that we'll meet people and they'll be like oh my god I'm a porn star and you have inspired my
4: every move and, I'm like, and oh. it's like okay. hey, that's it's crazy um, to say because
2: shameless. was has Mm. such like a dark like deep uh, that's what of, like, I was going to say people, yeah it's like a similar situation that, and I've heard yeah. so many people's stories and like you hear the emotions that people are talking yeah. about this is what helped me I mean even like and people relate me. to
1: Carl you know
2: mm-hmm. and that's kind of also what like pointed me to want to make music is to make people feel less alone and stuff too right. talk about emotions yeah. talk about stuff like that was that's I remember listening to music when I was in sixth grade that's where I first discovered that's what I want to do 100% write, talk about this stuff
1: I love music I
2: think but I think it's also important when we're in our positions is to open up the conversation about about mental health about people feeling alone and saying yeah. like that these pe- everybody deals with this stuff and it, there's people in the industry that are very lifestyle, but they don't talk about stuff that brings groups together. 100%. The underdogs, and I think that's something that's very important for I me. I resonate
1: so well with that. It's like I, I feel like I, I definitely vibe with the underdog way more than the like winner, because it's like you know yeah, that's I just mean, how I am. I mean, like I, I went through high school feeling
2: like that. Like I felt like you know, yeah. I'm different. Pick,
1: you know. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> we but, we always jokingly call Ethan a pick me, but he also loves pick me girls. But it was.
3: I'm like bully
1: <laughs> but
2: you know being in high school like I was like I was friends with those popular kids but I wasn't part of their group yeah like, I was I was part of the stoner kid group yeah I was like and like, you're different because they were like things. don't hang out with that kid yeah like he they're the troublemakers
1: 100% but doing like being that and having fame and spearheading that and not being afraid to talk about it I think does so much more than being like I'm so fucking cool and different yeah but I'm glad you segued into music because I wanted to ask you about that because I think that a lot of people in your position after acting for 10 years would definitely be afraid to kind of delve into such oh, a new
2: it's fucking freaky psycho I remember, industry well i mean the, the it'd be just trying to like transgress that but also wanting to it's like i see actors now just going straight to music like i don't want to go straight to music i want to act like i told my roommate who i work with music on all the time and he i said if i could work on set for 12 hours a day then come home and work more on music that's my dream
1: Aww. like i want to i love that's to keep cool, working though i feel like
3: you don't have to do one specific thing like Mm-mm. you can do both
1: that's what i love about today's generation of fame is that you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want and it's not as frowned upon i was actually looking at your stuff and i felt like it was very interesting because you kind of came up in the beginning of social media mm-hmm. like when it was just like you could be famous on instagram maybe like you know like youtube kind of like that type yeah. of stuff but it wasn't there wasn't a lot going on do what you year? feel was that, like, like- what year did you start? I'm sorry. I mean, like, like eight, eight to ten years ago. Yeah, I got,
2: I had my, I've had my Instagram since I, since it first came out, 2012. Yeah, like I was, yeah. 12 Do you years feel old.
1: like these kids now have it easier because it's a different generation of fame or harder? I
2: wouldn't say easier. I would yeah. say there's more accessibility, which I think is amazing. I think it's yeah. great. I think TikTok has opened up so many great opportunities. Like well, I was saying, like that group Creative Coalition that I'm part of. You know, we advocate arts for you know people that don't have this in their everyday lives mm-hmm. and saying that. I mean, 25 years ago, you see these actors and these musicians like, oh, shit, somebody in rural um, America would never think that they could be something like that. But that's their passion. Now Mm -hmm. it's like there there is opportunity. For everybody. Yeah, I mean, like everybody is a broad term, but there is opportunity if you want to put in that. And that's, you know, there's people that just sit on TikTok, make their music, they show stuff and you see this like raw energy behind it. And I found that some of the coolest thing in these past years. Yeah. And these
1: TikTok kids like love you and look up to you so much. So you being like open to it and making mm -hmm. TikToks with everyone and shit is cool because you could also be like, fuck that. I was an yeah. OG, you know?
2: And it's like, I think it's like also like, I love to like meet kids like and issue being like, yo, like make sure you have your shit straight. Make sure, have your fun, but it's a fine line to walk. 100%. And, you know, it's you, hard. You got to make sure that being mercurial, m- is that the word? I don't know. I'm not going to try to say that word right over my head. Um, But you know, just being like,
1: like (laughs) but just kind of like, you know, also
2: know your roots. No, no. Make sure you stay safe. Make sure like you humble yourself out and ground yourself. That's the most important stuff about some of this
1: industry. And so in your music now, like obviously I feel like you're translating that slowly into your music and the feelings Mm -hmm. that you feel. Do you plan on releasing like an EP? Do you plan on releasing crazy music touring? I
2: I would love to tour. Like I think when we were as Diablo and I were just in Chicago and him and Zach, through a set down yeah. over at in Chicago goes hard for music Yeah, like oh, it's yeah. like it's it's not like here people are just I think we yeah you come from a very music
1: oriented place
2: yeah they shut it the cops shut it down because they got too much there and just yeah. like being on stage and like seeing people react that it's like oh fuck like this is I want to be like in a crowd with people and like yeah. talking about emotions I want to like yeah. bring people together like that's just that feeling of that so, so I would love to tour but
1: Ethan EP coming soon
2: I would love to I'm working on it so, that's so awesome that's you know, ridiculous we'll, but I don't want to be premature with it I yeah. think that's the easiest thing I've noticed in this industry is like you know I don't want to make music just because people think that I can make music. Yeah or like just to
1: get streams like you actually want to put your emotions out there. Yeah
2: and you know I've done this like super independently record this in my room not trying to go for like a record deal. But that's cool because
1: you could have that record deal you're choosing that you know. But I
2: mean like if that opportunity were to come I want to be ready for that So I'm not ready for it right now.
1: That's awesome. That's a really awesome thing. To I recognize. like the acknowledgement of it. Cause I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, how can I get a million streams being a psychopath? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's I, I appreciate that because I do like putting my feelings into shit as well. Chance the rapper really put me onto the like Chicago. Not like personally, but I mean like the way he discusses Chicago. I feel like it's a, like Chicago's one of the like U.S. like. Pinpoints for the music industry, just so. for how
2: much music goes on there, how much people go for music, like whether it's house music, whether it's insane rock, whether it's rap. It's yeah, just, everybody goes hard there for
1: music. Well, we can't wait for your Chicago show and your Chicago tour moment, like Chicago. I Speaking, so I mean, I I guess I have a couple more questions for you. I don't even know. I wrote down so much shit. Dang. Uh, but he's answering. I'm going to pee myself, too. Should we take a pee break? I have to pee so I, bad. Let's, I love let's, this game. Let's, we're not going to group bad, pee. I, we're going to take our su- turns. I used to group pee with my sisters. Ba- I have such
2: a bad bladder. <laughs>
1: Me too. Mm. I like. I literally pee every eight seconds. I love that Brooke.
2: I'll pee like twelve times in an hour. I
1: love that Brooke just casually said.
3: Podcast where I don't have
1: to.
2: I'm so glad you said that. Brooke
1: just casually said she used to group pee with her sisters and then got up to pee. That's all
2: right. Me and Diablo group pee.
1: Of course you fucking do. Yeah, (laughs) pee for the boys. (laughs) Yeah, well, not a pee for the boys. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a quick shameless pee break. Today's episode of Canceled is sponsored by Blue Chew, and this might be the most fun ad to read alone. We all know that there's nothing sexier than confidence in a man, especially in the bedroom. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. He can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. He signs up at BlueChew.com, consults with one of their licensed, medical providers and once approved he'll receive his prescription within days the best part it's all done online so no visits to the doctor's office no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy they've made it convenient so he's got no excuse to get on it so you can get it on bluetooth tablets are made in the usa and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package so no one has to know what you're doing With Blue Chew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when their package has arrived, their package has arrived. Remember when you and your guy would spend an entire day in bed? Ask him to think back and think hard. Oh, Blue Chew. If you feel like you and your guy are so busy that you've forgotten how to get busy, Blue Chew can help you get off the couch and back into the bedroom. Blue Chew is exclusively for men, but the end result is something you'll both enjoy. So get your man to sign up now. And we've got a special deal today for canceled listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TANA at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TANA to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast and helping canceled listeners fuck to it. Love ya. I used your toothbrush <sighs> last night. <laughs> really? That's kind of big for Brooke. She actually It is actually 20. is huge
3: for me, but it's like a oh. Like, Tana's toothbrush or no toothbrush, and I won't go no
1: toothbrush. Are you, you like, a very hygienic person? I mean, yeah. Like, I would, I hope. That's not
3: a normal question to ask someone, Tana. (laughs) I'm, like, not. I mean, I would
2: would say I'm pretty hygienic. Like, I know I clean. Okay. I keep keep myself, like...
1: Like clean environment yeah. too. Like your I mean, like I too. guess, like
2: some people might like say, like my place is not like frat type yeah. house, but I mean, like then we got like four or five guys <sighs> been living so with us. So wholesome
1: and almost really. You really, how yeah. what?
2: I have four people living with me. I got Diablo, um, my friend Josh, and then my other roommate Stu, who's a chef. Wait,
1: I always thought you lived alone. you with have the chef roommate. Yeah, that's amazing. That's and cooks every meal. Yeah oh that's fucking Incredible. everything can we move in a chef that's literally insane baby let's start with moving in me okay you're probably right but after you have a fucking chef or do you want to cook no I'm just Not, <laughs> no don't <laughs> That's ridiculous um, so now honestly I feel like a lot of people just ask a lot of random fun questions and mm-hmm. I mean again like there's a lot of podcasts where we'll ask for fan questions but then I just we like, will we'll get off talking but I feel like again your fan base is so amazing that they like as much as they hate me and try to kill me they also were tweeting me all day with a lot of questions Yeah, I saw, I saw I saw
2: what you do that it was like all these fucking
1: questions came yeah. oh I posted on
3: my Instagram I've never gotten so many responses on anything
1: yeah people really want to fucking know everything that's going that's on in your life which I love I mean I guess the, one of the questions that a lot of people ask is if you ever hooked up with anyone on the shameless that was
3: set my number one thing that i got i'm like why would you ask that but then i was like
2: maybe no, i i definitely like as i was younger we like i was you had girlfriends on the show that, <laughs> like, it, you, like you, 18 you, you, you started to date man. a little bit but nothing like really crazy or anything i never like dated somebody seriously off the show
3: yeah that's Who's your favorite I'm, sibling
2: they're all like we're no all, no oh, like that, that's the thing like <laughs> it's such a different vibe because like I'm there literally like speaking of a child, like the guy plays lip. He's like my brother the guy plays can't or Ian. He's like my brother. Um, the it's woman probably cool
1: as an only child. Too, yeah. The woman that, like, who family played family. Veronica,
2: Schnull, she's like a second mother to me. So yeah. when we're all on set, like I'm just fucking around with them hard. Like I'm right. pushing their buttons, like <laughs> slapping them, punching them. So it's, that's honestly great. But like, Emma and I like were the closest because yeah. we're this age. Like we talk every single day. I FaceTime her all the time. Like we tell it's each other so about cute. each other's life and everything.
1: Sister vibes or is she end game? Would you ever marry her?
2: She's my sister.
1: I just had to ask. She's I'm my sister. Serious. I love her to death. A lot of people wanted to know your type as well. Like what? Like what do you look for in a girl? Like, it's like Jewish. Jewish. It sounded like I was. That. <laughs> That's all he ever said.
2: <laughs> um, I don't. I mean. Definitely, like, are we talking, like, physically or just, like, emotionally? Um, Like, if I was, like, in a relationship with somebody, I have to – it has to be, like, a very, like, emotional, communicative relationship. Yeah. Like, I wanted, like, us to go out, have our fun, but then come back to each other at the end of the day and sit, like, how we're talking. Like, I want – that's, like, what I live for off conversations, like, in a relationship. Like, that's what I look for. It's, like, a love language that I have.
1: Yeah, Like, it's, like,
2: wanting to communicate, talk about how you feel. Like, if I'm with somebody, I could look on your face and say, oh, I know something's wrong. Yeah. Like, I need to fix this.
1: Yeah, that's good. A good connection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, immaturity is always a downfall. I mean, obviously, that's a very good answer. I feel like everyone, most people want that. You know what I mean? It's good. Anything special? Anything? I'm, I'm really digging for the fans. I'm bored at I'm this have l- I've
2: been learning because, like, I've been in a relate I was in a relationship from like 16 to 18 then another one from like 19 to 20 are you a
1: serial dater yeah I don't I I've only She's been a a in, I've, dater. I've only
2: been in no, like I'm two serious dater. relationships to be honest but I definitely do like I love a thing like I love like a nice like fling like if I like, get it, it I notice like dating people teaches you things about 100%. yourself it teaches you like what That's why I do it what though. you what you want yeah <laughs> You know, from being she in my last. learning. Oh yeah, learning. <laughs> but being in my last relationship, it taught me like, oh, this is like how you deserve to feel. This yeah. is like you need to feel right to speak up on this, as the other person does too.
1: One hundred percent. From sixteen to nineteen, though, you were in one relationship. Was this public?
2: Yeah, it was. She's uh, actually, actually my really close friend now. Her name is Brielle. Like she's she's best friends with um, Emma, so that's oh. her friend group. But her and I were like, I'm so close with her family. You had like I, an
1: amicable breakup and stuff. Yeah, I mean we
2: were young. Like yeah. you know we are you know we we're like both like bad. like you know yeah. we we're young. But like now she's like she's one of my really good friends. We're good st- for still you. kick it and stuff. But
3: that's a special trait. T- that's a, like how you can tell something about a person is if they have. Exes that you still are like
2: okay with. Yeah, and like I mean, like we went through like our falls and downs, <laughs> but like we became like just super cool because we were we were best friends before. Like we were like straight, I would spend the night at our house all the time, like nothing like ever like now? We were just, no, no, no. This is like back when I was like 14, 15. Like we were friends. Like that.
3: Oh. how long were you guys like really close friends before you guys
1: a year and a half too almost? Those are the best relationships when you can kind when of when you start off, off as friends, friend. yeah. 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 You're like Hunter, do you hear that? Hunter, you're like hello. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> um, just joking. Physically, do you have a, a type all? Or do you feel like you very much cause I'm like a personality type. You can look like fucking anything, but if I if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Yeah,
2: it's usually like if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Like, yeah. I mean, like I tend to like you're f- like toxic. Toxic, <laughs> cute, <or> not. <laughs> get at me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like
3: I'm like, I used to be a blonde,
1: but thank God. Thank <laughs> God.
2: But yeah, no. Really kind of just like I don't know, like you know, just just kind of like finding people that I fuck with, you know. That's good.
1: I think that's a good thing. I mean, a lot of guys have like a specific type. I think that's so interesting to limit your t- yourself to a specific type. Yeah, I n- I've never understood people who have like a real, true, like cut and clear
2: physical. No, type. No, I don't have like yeah. a clear cut physical type.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think that that just limits you to so much, like you know what I mean, exploration and yeah. like love and stuff like that. So I definitely think that's the way to go. What else? What was your favorite scene to film in Fame in Shameless? I can't speak. Oh, there's
2: so like, many. Um. It depends. Like there's been scenes like where you're like, I mean, even scenes when I was younger where you're doing like crazy shit, like, Blowing up a meth lab with uh, the woman who uh, did watch
1: Shameless. one flew over the
2: cuckoo
3: So nest. good! I, boy, I just started. I'm, I'm like, I'm like seven shit. episodes in. I'm like, it's my favorite show. I really
1: just mm-hmm. met you organically though. And no, like, we I didn't. You That's know? what was great
3: I know, about it. When we when we met you, we had Savannah with us, and Savannah was like, "No, you don't understand," because she's watched the show and she's mm-hmm. been trying to get me to watch it forever. Because she's like, "You don't understand." That was understand.
2: all the first night that we met at your place, yes. right? Yeah. And she yeah. told
3: me, she's like, "Brooke, you have to watch Shameless," because that, like, I, I tell stories about my. Like upbringing and stuff, and it, I literally like lived shameless. She's yeah. like, you would love it, like you, you'd relate to it so much. But she was like, you like, no, you don't understand. Like Carl's coming over, like that's so exciting. Me and Tana were like, <laughs> like yeah, Carl. whatever. Literally, and now whatever. I'm obsessed with the show. Now I'm like Carl's oh fan.
1: We love that. Really? But so blowing up a math lab. But favorite,
2: favorite scenes, honestly, is emotional scenes. Really, I love emotional. It scenes Describe
1: some. Like, what so are some you can really think about?
2: One, I mean, from this on. movie that we that I just did called Going Places. It was oh come on! This,
1: no. th- now that this <laughs> was a
2: very emotional one that like. I feel like Shameless trained me for stuff yeah. like that, where you have, I mean, even seeing people like Emmy Rossum where you're growing up and watching her cry on set and the seriousness that you need to bring. You probably like, feel that. And like it's crazy. like, you know, how everybody groups together and saying, allowing that actor to give them their moment and their yeah. space to feel like that. Because how hard is it to feel that vulnerable in front of a crew of a hundred people when you're crying I could never. and you it's, you got to bring yourself to a certain spot. So I found that when I was younger, I remember saying like, oh, I want to do the scenes and roles that Jeremy and Cameron are playing playing Lip and Ian my yeah. brothers on the show because I love seriousness but I also think yeah. that like but playing... your
1: character was like more reckless too so mm-hmm. you had a lot of a lot of both
2: so it's like as the later seasons went on I told the writers and showrunner like I want to be able to play this stuff and I want to be able to get there
1: that's cool to have your input and have it taken seriously I saw that over time you you've now taken on some like production roles as well
2: yeah they were I got to they allowed me to come shadow as a director shadow shadowing the directors as um, when I was 18 so I got to you know you sit in the tone meetings from like yeah. six a.m. till 8 a.m. where you read the whole script you watch the showrunner say these are the props that we need this is the art set this is how you run a set because I would love to do that
1: do you like that as much as acting or I mean both
2: it's different because um I just worked on a music video with uh, the guy who directed this last movie we directed it together yeah. and being able to perform then go and setting up shots was, yeah. like the, was the most energized feeling that I That's had because I love like setting. I love like how like sh- you can set up a camera to make someone feel a certain way mm-hmm. you know what is a de- what? how does the depth of a shot is, is gonna translate emotion?
1: 100% do you see yourself having some big like directing roles over time or like doing some stuff I would like, like, like
2: to I would love to that would you know definitely as an actor I would love to set myself there like and being able to, because I love like the energy, how sets are run. And, you yeah. you know, you hear stories about toxic sets and toxic work environments. 100%. And you don't want that for people. That was like the biggest thing is I remember spending time as child. I just hung out with the crew. The crew was like, my Shameless best Like Shameless
1: was never a toxic set. No. That's honestly so cool. I because- mean, I'm sure
2: some people may have like there have been days like were stressful, but overall everybody would always say like this is like you're gonna come on to sets later on in life you're not gonna have this like yeah. this is a family this is like what we have here is fucking crazy
1: that's an awesome that's, thing to and take for in. so many years for like, 10 years right mm-hmm. to like to really take that in i think is the most insane thing because as you know I, I have such an affinity for disney stars so i mean <clears> with all the disney stars in my life i feel like i've heard with you we've been there like like where we've just heard like the crazy just horror stories. And not even just Disney, but I mean like a lot of child stars were not oh, as yeah. blessed to be on a set that and, it wasn't And toxic. I think
2: what was really good is our showrunner, um, he really, he had kids our own age. I would go over to his house, hang out with his kid and made sure he's like, "Yo, if you're not doing well in school, like you do realize like you could be written off.
1: Yeah. Like oh, it, that's like a thing. Like you
2: do realize, like that, like if you're acting out and you're not like upholding yourself to it's what your parents want to act. be, is because you you need to be an adult. You need to handle professional. Like, yeah. And this was instilled at a very young age. You know, I remember from the first day we had a read through. They go, we don't do sides on our set. You mm. come here knowing your lines. You don't. You don't have sides here. Like
1: that is so. That literally everything he's saying is just like me in my head. Like why I could never act. You're great at acting. Like you know. Like you like. You know, you like that environment, but it's so not me. Like, I'm so forgetful. I'm so bad at playing someone else. No, mm-hmm. I feel
3: like you you say that about yourself, and it's not true. Like you like I've seen so many instances. First of all, you're a phenomenal liar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's more and real she, life you, acting. You, your
3: favorite thing to say is that she's a she would she's like, she always told me that like in the beginning of like when we first met because that was what I came out here for was acting. And I told mm-hmm. her I was like, yeah, I'm an actor. She's like, I could never. And knowing you now the way that I do, you could be a great actor. You just choose. You choose not to be. I just
1: act as the many faces of Tana. You never mm-hmm. know which one
3: you're going to fucking get. I know. I'm like, but girl, I've got nine Tanas on my Rolodex now. Is,
1: am I the movie Split? Or should I should I stop that? Yes. Do you have a favorite Shameless episode <sighs> of all time? Do you watch it?
2: Uh, yeah, I did. Well, not like as much as like I did when I was younger. I watched all this last season just to kind of like as like you when I, when I was old when I got older I kind of had this more of like love and seriousness for like Shameless I was like oh this is something I want to keep doing when you're in high school I was like oh this I'm, is a job like yeah. I want to keep it like that like that's I take, even a crazy I thought, take though. my job seriously but like it's not part of like my identification yet
1: yeah mm-hmm. and
2: after this like I would go back and like criticize like my acting in this yeah. I'd be like okay maybe I could try this differently maybe yeah. this is what I want to do
1: I can't watch anything I do mm-hmm. like once I do it like I've, I've actually She's never, never seen, seen an episode of this podcast but
2: I never felt like I was looking at myself that was the yeah. thing i never felt like i was ever looking at ethan
1: that's such a crazy out of body thought so i like, guess that's i couldn't cool. say
2: there's like a favorite episode just like i have like these like favorite moments like it's i was talking to this with uh chanel hampton the other day who played veronica on the show we're just saying that's it's like it's like this ball of experiences you can just look back on just be like wow like look at all this context we had from i they they knew me through my first heartbreaks my first yeah. like you know, crying. like it, You it's, probably
1: think about like all the life things you can relate to. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, like, do
3: you feel like you learned like life lessons from being on the show? A lot of the so questions many. I got when I like posted it was that like people wanted to know if like, like portraying poverty like taught you anything about like actual
2: life. Yeah, you you go in, especially going out and like being witness to like, you know, we were filming South Side when I was nine years old. I'm from, you know, a small suburban town, you know, middle income family. But it, you know, seeing kind of like getting to just portray these storylines and getting to understand that you know what we're doing is not glamorous like you know yeah. even even our work situations like yes like we have privileges on set but we're not trying like the whole point of like acting the show is wasn't like trying to live like a lifestyle we're just trying to tell stories that are true to people
1: 100 okay. a lot about i feel like it's very cool that shameless portrayed a lot of issues that happen in the real world like every single day like you there's obviously a lot of things too that they wrote for you i obviously don't know how much you were a part of that but i mean that were controversial mm-hmm. because you were portraying things that happen in the real world but obviously you as uh, someone they could say you know obviously you have white privilege and mm-hmm. you're, you know this this actor and this you know whatever like they could say that a lot of that like was controversial but you were portraying a lot of things that really were happening in the real mm-hmm. world and you having to spearhead that within itself is I, I mean, you're very easygoing, so I don't think you like think about that, you know, but I yeah. mean like like how crazy that is to take on the role of like I'm going to do this controversial ass shit to show millions of people that this shit's happening in the real world, regardless mm. of how it's going to affect me. And
2: I think that's also like where like wanting to pursue art and just entertainment has made me want to set like I want to be able to talk about uh, subjects that people don't talk about, like, you know, you don't talk about body image, you don't talk about mental health, you know, even even drug abuse for fuck's sakes. Like, you know, I'm sure we all know somebody that has or family members that have. So it's important (laughs) to say like, where does this stuff lie that's like, you know, this is these are subjects that need to be talked about so you can bring
1: people together and, and I help bet, heal. I bet growing up on shameless like in a way inadvertently gave you that mindset cuz we're all product of the way we're raised mm-hmm. and you were literally raised on the set of a show that was based in such controversial real life issues which probably embedded why you're so yeah. accepting and open into you.
2: And also meeting people in the crew over the years everybody comes from so many different backgrounds and experiences. I remember when I was younger my parents my People from my hometown, whether it be teachers or people, adults in the neighborhood, they'd be like, you're going to fuck your child up. Bring him in the industry. He's going to be exposed to drugs, all this crazy shit. No, back at home, going to public school, you're exposed to way more. Mm -hmm. It was like safe on set. It was because people are looking out for you. Adults are giving you advice or saying, yo, this is what you need to do. Look at the shit that I dealt with.
3: Right. And the people who were most sheltered, I feel like I see that a lot with people who like had no exposure to it growing up are almost more like fucked up in the long run cuz it's like cuz they then they want to try like, it all yeah you they're so they wanna... like Fascinated by it when it's finally like put. I in mean, front that's of them. why our drinking yeah.
2: age here, like you know, people that start drinking at twenty-one, they black out every night. People that are in Europe, they start drinking with their families when right, they're fourteen. They're, they're taught how to drink responsibly. Here in America, so we are not. That's why you see all these college kids blacking out every day. Like, oh, I only drink to black out. That's not how you should drink. Yeah, you drink with moderation. I'm like really, really? <laughs> <laughs> I go, okay, maybe not, maybe not when we go. But, um, <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't you don't ever like embarrass yourself blacked out. You're just fun because you on, you're I've down never, to get I've like I've never
2: black, I've only blacked out once. Really? When I was fourteen years old
1: and where was well, i know that, that I, I was i was around, I was, like, around I was around adults
2: like this is like Same. they taught like how to drink like <laughs> it, we were it was like family yeah. friends in a household but at that time it taught me going oh this is like not not I how remember, i want to feel then being 16 and you're out <laughs> and you see 45 year old adults that are acting crazy you're like that's not how i want to be right yeah so it's like you know i like to have my fun but i'm gonna i'm gonna cap myself at a certain point
1: yeah that's very
3: true my point just like changes so it's like no, I,
1: guys, I, I can't be the best. You, I'm not, I don't think I've actually... One thing I love about our friendship is he's never seen me, like, black the fuck out. We, like, we
3: also say, like, blacked out a lot, and we don't mean blacked no, out. Yeah, no, it it's just like, deer deer like, okay, like, really drunk. It but, just means demon-type. Like, demon I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that I've actually, like,
1: forgotten... Yeah. I, I would give myself like four hands but I mean still definitely but I mean like Brooke and I alcohol, have, babe. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true um, but we've had a lot of moments where I've been like actually like psychotically blacked out but I've, I've somehow sheltered like, side of me from Golden's me then party. Oh,
2: all right. I don't judge I take care, care of people Golden.
1: so when it comes to your parents kind of sheltering you and teaching you stuff when you grew up were you allowed to watch Shameless or was there a day where they were like okay now you can watch it I watched it
2: when I was younger but they would like you know, when I was like 10 my dad's like Yo, you're gonna close your eyes during the sex scenes and yeah. stuff like that but I mean, we were in read-throughs at age nine. We heard them all saying that, you know, they're talking about, like, shit that goes way over your head. You're hearing them talk about dildos, like, fucking, like, sex shit, and you're just like, I don't know what that is. And then, like, you realize at this age, you're like, oh, like, that's all this crazy shit that I heard, but... You also had people around you to like say and ask questions to that would give you like real life answers. Go yeah. like, yeah, like maybe that's not the like, place to talk about it. Yeah. So it's like you really learned your P's and Q's from like a young age. Yeah. And like being around like adult settings.
1: Yeah. I guess what I'm gathering from you is it's not that it fucked you up because it was a good environment, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool because, like I was saying again, so many people were, but it's more, it definitely helped you to grow up maybe yeah. faster. It, and- I mean, it
2: definitely was growing up faster. And I think that's like, you know, there's things said, but it's like you have to take hold that maturity and say okay I want this to affect me in the right way
1: yeah yeah I
3: don't I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing I think you and I both grew up really fast too for a different reason very just different like,
1: re- we were shameless again
3: but but <laughs> it's like like I I wouldn't change anything like I love that about myself because I feel like it affects how I live now mm-hmm. yeah that's
1: true 100% like it's it's things are less shocking and you can handle things better yeah and but I see honestly- I see
3: people all the time like I have friends who like experience certain things and I'm like yeah like I don't know it's like such a big deal to them where I don't feel like it's a big deal
1: yeah no 100% by 18 I was like nothing was a big deal nothing could phase is... me I mean I guess there there's definitely points where I will be jealous of people who had a completely normal childhood and they grew up slowly but like you said that creates so much of like I'll, I'll meet people who had such a normal childhood but then by 18 they have no sense of the real world they're blacking out mm-hmm. every second they're trying everything now and it's not always as great as it can seem but I mean I've definitely had my moments where I'm jealous of people with a normal childhood do you ever feel like that was something that you felt Felt, or do you? I think my
2: moments are feeling like, damn, like it's hard to connect with other people around my age because we didn't have the same upbringing. Yeah. I've had like a lot of people tell me like, oh, look at like what you've been handed, look what you've been, it's like, it wasn't handed. Mm. Like this is, going to school and filming was probably one of the hardest things. And
3: I can't
1: I imagine fully graduate. Yeah, like, especially, because
3: well, especially, nobody views that as like adversity. I feel like everyone mm-hmm. looks at it as like privilege. Like no, like, that's, like yeah. you're so lucky because that you got to set, go through Because on set you that. have to do, yeah. so
2: it's mandatory, you have to do three hours of school a day. Yeah. And this is from the industry. You can take a test called Chesapeake Chesapeake I yes. might be saying it wrong, but it makes you a legal know. adult at 14 years old. So you can work
1: yeah, like 12 hours. So. It's not
2: emancipation, but you can work as a legal adult on set. Okay. So what they'll tell parents and like child actors like this makes you more open to acting like it doesn't it makes you more available. It makes yeah. it, it makes it makes when you're already on some makes sets saying oh we can work them longer without having to do this when yeah no you said, should you buy school. child
1: labor you pass this test yeah, no, that, that literally is like <laughs> how you
2: bypass child labor
1: <laughs> which but is crazy
2: i think that like going to school is probably the hardest thing and like trying to manage like a regular life and like having i'm so glad i had my core friends around me i was yeah. growing up my friend that i've known since kindergarten he's still my brother and like yeah. having kept my core friends around me and like we're just going to do our hood rat shit. We're going to go smoke weed in the forest. No, that's so the only reason I'm like alive. Yeah. Like I completely, like, yeah, you have like Amari. No, Ashley, it's, it's the only reason too, that though. like,
3: huh? Like you too, you've been around Yeah, but well, but not, I'm not an OG.
1: Like he's saying like people who he yeah. grew up with. But it's
2: like, I, I, you know, those people are the ones that kept me ground. They kept me feeling safe and normal.
1: Right. Yeah, and I, and I praise
2: that 100% no then that's it
1: that's that is a cool privilege to have because so many people went through similar things to you but then it was like so much worse because they didn't have people around them to like and my
2: friends they saw me going through it all at the same time so they would they would understand
1: yeah and like have your back and I, that's my love language is understanding like I feel like in this world having people actually understand like like you just said everyone looks at everything you do as a privilege I think that comes with fame you like sign off the you sign off the victim card you can never yeah. be like, yeah, oh, you're, like not allowed, you're not allowed, you're not allowed like, to no.
3: complain anymore because everyone looks at what you do as like yeah i said a privilege like it's you're so lucky to have all of this and it's like of course but like it doesn't take away from like the bad but also people at this
2: age we're all the same we all fucking struggle mentally we're all still struggling trying to figure out who we are and i think that's like the biggest things that people like get away from this like what people in, you know, the rest of the world look at people in the industry and, like, say, like, you know, oh, well, look at them. They already found themselves. Like, no, these people haven't found themselves. No one they're has. just, they're just trying. And they're Everybody's just, posting just trying. That. This is this just more public and they're just trying shit. Like, this, half the time, people that are posting about their music that's, like, raw, it's this, this is vulnerable emotions. 100%. This is shit. They'll read the comments and cry about it. Because 100%. they're talking, you're literally, like, this, they're putting everything <laughs> on the page.
1: <laughs> Brooke reads every comment so that, that one comment. really resonated with her. She loves, she mm-hmm. loves, it. if you're commenting on this podcast just notebooks i read it immediately Uh, immediately but one thing that i think is respectable about you is that you're honest about that because a lot of what people do online is so highlight reel based you know my life is so perfect my life is so great i'm so Mm -hmm. famous so it's almost like they add to that stigma you know they're like my life is so perfect look so to like break that fourth wall is a good thing and Mm -hmm. why we wanted you on
2: today yeah and it's like i never really was interested about like oh i want to post lifestyle shit like this is like i just like want to like you know, meet people and shit that are fun, cool, create, like, live your life. Well, to be I mean, honest. like, acting for me is like, I just want to work with dope people and create dope shit. And continue and, like, to be a, a yeah. semi
1: normal person. Go the fuck off, even, honestly. Mm-hmm. You're like the most normal person I know. On it he really, it's kind of strange, right? Like, is he not? it's like I I like this episode because I was just thinking to myself this is by far no questions asked the most wholesome in-depth episode I feel like we've ever had this is like my favorite
3: episode we've ever I didn't like expect I literally came in I was like what the fuck are we gonna talk
1: about no but it it actually like I was just Mm -hmm. saying you're a good conversationalist and it was dope to kind of delve into a lot of the things that you've been through Mm,
2: it's like you can have like a normal because like you know we're both still going out like I like that my fun I just like you know that's not like what I curated myself around but like I think people relate (laughs) people don't really realize that it's like because like oh shit like I'm still gonna go out we're gonna go mob we're gonna go yeah. like out to like a party or club have our fun what do you but call it like like demon
1: time? demon time that's all we ever right. say we're always on demon time demon it fits time. Your, your clothing brand really well though cause mm-hmm. that's like what all that is is demon shit devils on all your shit That's a, that was like the first thing I was like oh he's designing I- some really raunchy shit I want it yeah and I was like, he's like, he's like normal. Like we could get along. I mean, hopefully after this podcast, we'll stop receiving some death threats. But yeah, I've got the on, death threats. But That's honestly, nice. but honestly, I doubt it. <laughs> no. I I'm here for it. I think it's cool. I went into today knowing that it would be a little controversial having Ethan on, but I think that you are you're my favorite guest so far. Oh, thank you. Oh, by far. I mean, yeah, we had a we had a very. It's funny because we just had an episode with a guest. I'm sure everyone can guess who. That was definitely very centered around toxic masculinity. So to uh-huh. have someone on, kind of destigmatizing that. <laughs> (laughs) is a great thing so thank you for coming in today Ethan thank you for having me I've had a great time here well, thank you for being we love here. You. We're, we're, a natural. You. we're literally love fully that. gonna like go out tonight and be oh. on demon time. Oh no, we're, we're like, demon time now. Like That's he lives 45 minutes away. Drinking, and, and we right right said we're now, right now, five, five, fully. five
2: is wholesome time.
1: No, one hundred. And I know for a fact, Brooke and I are about to shoot another podcast, just talking about life. He's gonna be out there with Diablo blacking out, and then we're all gonna not literally blacking out. We just not literally. That. Yeah. That, we don't. It, it's a term of endearment. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. <laughs> it's a metaphor. A so, uh, d- jump cut to us later on TikTok where everyone's confused as to why we're friends. Um, but we love you, Ethan, and. And we love, love Shameless and you. we're excited to see everything that's happening in your future and to help you express yourself in any way. I don't Thank know. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having you. me Ethan's on EP. here. Coming soon. Yeah. Anything you want to promote or do we do? We I think all we already right?
2: promoted it. Yeah, yeah you we, really? We, we got
1: we got we got like a nice like little train of stuff. You did it was that. like
2: I was excited. I'm happy with this.
1: You did that very Yay. organically. We love you, Ethan. We're staying Shameless. Hopefully the death threats will stop. We know they Hopefully. won't. And we'll be on Demon Time later tonight. So stay tuned for that love y'all thank you Bessie for coming on and giving me the clout we love your clout Ethan (laughs) Brian don't kick us (laughs) off bye cancelled TANEMOJA is cancelled
0: a DWE talent production